Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to Behind Relationship Goals. I'm Fofo. And I'm Bones. <laughs> For today, what do we have? What are we discussing? We're discussing something that we both really love. I think it's a core of our relationship at this point. It's something that we have for breakfast, for lunch, dinner, and midnight snack. This isn't the first time we're talking about this. No, it isn't. It's probably like the third time that we've actually took a dive into this. And it's a very rich topic, I'd say. It is, but we're going into something that might affect our relationship or any other relationship. We're going to talk about how gaming affects relationships. Yeah, because I think from the past episodes we've done on this, we would talk about gaming history. Our love for games. Love for gaming. Happy, gaming happy. history. And now we're going to tie in gaming interrelationships because gaming has permeated a lot of our lives, especially now during this pandemic we're all holed up. Gaming usage is at an all-time high, and that is a fact. Steam has announced over the past few weeks that they have had the highest number of active users at any single point during this pandemic and it was by a factor of like almost two times yata eh. and a lot of computer shops have also been affected by whatever's happening to us because they can't get customers so gamers are now flocking to mobile games so mobile games now are really going up in the ranks when it comes to games you have games like the MOBA games on everyone's cell phone you have stuff like Animal Crossing that's just exploding all over the internet and nagkakaubusan na ng Switch it has been affecting people especially those that are new to mobile games so what was your first computer game ever computer ah computer iba, yeah, iba sa game. console yeah any video game any video game what was your first video game ever console computer mobile whatever it is I think the first game that I ever played was probably either Galaga or Qbert on the SNES I think the first one that I can remember, I have two in my head. I was around four or five years old, and these are just very vague memories. There's a family computer that my older brother and my dad used to play Super Mario Brothers on, the classic one. The one with the brick stage Uh at the start. At the same time, that was also the time my dad gave me a Game Boy. And I used to play this 14-in-1 cartridge. So there was Felix the Cat. There was Super Mario Land. Wait, this is the gray Game Boy, yes. right? And ah. there was Batman. And those were my very first memories of games in my life. I think we're like somewhat similar in that aspect that we kind of played the same type of games. I also played Super Mario at one point. And then eventually it moved over to the PC when my mom and dad were busy at work. And they said, oh, focus on the PC. And then everything just started from there as that gaming fondness grew i think the very first time i was actually invested in the purchase of something related to gaming was the super nintendo the snes if you guys remember that Mm -hmm. my dad offered do you guys as siblings want an snes and we were like yeah of course so na excited na kami and like i said the fondness has been growing so my dad said okay for 30 days you guys have to do these chores if you do these chores like getting up brushing your teeth maybe washing the dishes sweeping the floor yeah you do this at least several times in a day and there's a checklist Mm -hmm. for 30 days and i will buy you the snes so that was the first first time that I had to invest a part of myself into buying something game to related. To buy something. My payment ako dun. Yung chores ko, yun yung naging payment ko. So that was the first console or gaming product that I worked for. 
Oh, that is so cool. You know, I didn't know this. Really? Have I yeah. never told you that? I don't think that I had a similar experience when it came to video games, like with my parents in that way. But I think the first time that I ever spent my own money on games would be... We were already together. In-app purchases were very new at this time. It was Facebook. Facebook had like a bunch of games. Oh, yes. Meron sila yung life. So like after five lives, you would have to wait a period of time bago ka magkaroon ulit ng life sa game na yon. I would be very impatient. Like I would be like, I still want to play this game. Like I need to have like two more lives so I can beat this level. So I would purchase yung energy para makakuha ako ng energy to play the game. And what was that? Was that your first time to spend? That was my first time to spend. Really? Are you sure? Yes. So you never spent for games before? Who would buy you your games? My dad would buy the games. But I didn't have to spend my own money is what I meant. Like oh, I didn't okay. make a decision. Oh, all right, gotcha, gotcha. I didn't make a decision to like take out my credit card and like spend money on a game. Well, the first time that I ever spent my own money mm-hmm. would be early on. Early on, definitely. I would say in middle school. So maybe grade 5, wow, 6. Wow, middle school? Well, now it's called middle school. Okay. Before it was just grade school. <laughs> I, I, I'm keeping up with the times. Okay. Now it's like KL 12, whatever. I don't even know anymore. Okay. I'm just semi-up to date. But middle school, grade 5, 6 or 7. I had allowance already coming in. All the PlayStation games I knew that was available was pirated. They were like 30 pesos for a game. Really? Yeah, yeah. And then the original games were 2-5. But the concept of piracy was very weak back then. Mm-hmm. We didn't really get it. The internet wasn't the best source of information yet. Also, nobody knew about the implications of it at that time. Yes. And yes. you were what? How old? 11 years old? I was ignorantly and innocently buying those pirated games for 30 pesos. <gasps> this just made me realize something. Before I spent on Facebook games, I spent before in high school. I would secretly make my own lunch so that I could spend my lunch money on Ragnarok. Like I would buy the cards so that you could get oh, like yes, stuff yes. in Ragnarok and then you would have put it in your account and stuff. Ragnarok Classic. Yeah, yeah. And then eventually this grew. I started working. I think in college, my love for video games kind of tapered off for a while. I think a big reason there was because of spending capacity. I yeah. just didn't have enough money to keep up with all the games that were coming out. And at this point, piracy, mm-hmm. it was an issue that we were more aware of. Of course, the government was clamping down on those who would be creating these pirated copies of video games. It got a lot more difficult. But as soon as I started working again, I slowly found myself spending on games. Financial aspects of gaming is a big deal. Kaching, kaching, kaching. Yeah. Spending in games, like what I mentioned kanina, when I first spent on Facebook games, I mean, that was the start of it. One purchase would be 50 pesos. One dollar, yes. That 50 pesos would add on if I spent 50 pesos every day. That's $30 down the drain into a game. It's still continuing until this day. We still spend for our games. For Candy Crush, we were competitive in terms of the stages. Pag naunahan ni Bones... I would secretly spend. Oh, I, I know this. Ah, <laughs> I wasn't spending kasi on Candy Crush. I know. Monizy was completely against spending. Parang, ayo talaga niya gumastos. As much as possible, hindi siya gagastos. Ako, mas open ako. I had a credit card at that time and I would freely use it. I was like, okay, one dollar, only hearts for yeah. one hour. I'd be like at, at level 100. And he's like, Monizy, I'm at 
level 120. I was like, <laughs> what? Yesterday, you were like lower than me. And then I found out that he was spending on his games. And I was like, why are you spending on energy of this game? You can just wait. Why aren't you patient? Okay, and I was thinking I work to earn money. And this is something that makes me happy. And I think 50 bucks is a reasonable amount to make myself happy. When you say 50 bucks, you mean 50 pesos, right? 50 Not pesos. dollars, 50 right? 50 pesos okay. at that time. Because that's the maximum. Namin eh. yeah. But as time went on, as you spend $1 or 50 pesos, you would think, oh, maybe $5 or 250 pesos isn't so bad. And that becomes $10 and that becomes 1,000 pesos. It's quite the crazy cycle. Yeah, it is. And sometimes you don't even notice until you get your credit card bill. And you're like, wow, I can't believe. <laughs> and there are stories on the internet that you would see kids who yeah. have a hard time controlling their impulses. Nah, the parents would get shocked every month because they would look at their credit card bill and it's like 100,000 pesos because the kid was going crazy yeah. on their cell phone. Just buying in-app products for their games. So it's really become a legitimate issue for relationships. How do we deal with that? How does a couple deal with that if one of the partners is spending excessively on games to the point na medyo detrimental na sa lifestyle nila? Yung pangbigas nila, ginasos na lang sa games. Paano yun? When is it okay to spend on games and when is it not? Another question. Is it okay to spend on games? Yes, I think it is okay to spend on games just like you would spend to watch Netflix, just like you would spend to go to the movies. I think games are a form of entertainment. It is all right to spend for entertainment. People work behind these games, like people work behind to produce movies. Yes, yes. So it's a business and that's completely all right. It is within the rights of anybody to spend on any game that they want or any in-app purchase. However, just like anything else, there has to be a limit relative to your lifestyle. Or within your means. And within your means. Okay, so what would you say is that limit? Like, when does it become excessive? If you have a budget for the month, you have to adjust that budget for just one category, which is gaming. I think that is automatically when it becomes a problem because that should never happen. So, konwari, may budget ka for food and then yung ginastos mo sa gaming, you have to take it from your food budget, then it becomes excessive. Yeah, so anytime na nagagalaw yung essentials mo, yung budget for essentials mo, that would make gaming spending a problem already. I think one solution that we've been able to come up with in terms of spending for games is we are actually very conscious about our spending for other things. Like, do we spend on clothes? Not as much. Only if we need it for work. Do we spend on eating out? We don't really eat out as much anymore. We were very conscious with that because we wanted to exert more effort in spending in our games. Anything else that we thought na pwede nang tanggalin in terms of entertainment and, I guess, eating out, we moved that to our gaming budget na. I have a budget for everything in the house every single month. I meticulously put down and note all our expenses. So para sa akin, very clear kung ano yung mga expenses natin in certain things. Let's say for groceries, for marketing, for utilities, for extracurricular, and for gaming. That's really important because we sit down every month, Bonizi and I, and we discuss, okay, ito yung naging expenses natin last month. Ito gaming natin. 
sobra ba to? And we've had this discussion. Oh, and there yeah. were times talaga that we would sit down. Bonizi would look at me and I was like, hey, Fofo, sobra to. Hello, what's yeah. wrong with you? No, I remember that month. We were doing our expenses. Fofo gave me a look. It was a look of, oh my God, I did something. And I was like, what? And he said, Bonizi, I'm going to be completely honest with you. You're going to get shocked. I spent this amount of money and my brains almost popped out of my head when I heard the amount. <laughs> Sobra siya. We have never spent that amount of money together. And this was only him spending... On games. By himself. With us combined, mas less pa don. So let's say he spent 10 pesos. Okay, let's just yeah. give it a number. But our usual spending together was 5 Combined, malakito fofo. You spent a lot that yeah. month. Yeah, I spent a lot. It was a moment of me being irresponsible and not disciplined at all. The thing is, because I was honest enough with Bones, and I was embarrassed to tell her because I was taking care of the finances. And ako yung naging irresponsible for that month. But when I told her, she put me in my place. She told me, you can't do this. So you have to fix it. It was nice hearing that, but I could only hear that if I was honest with her. So what was the solution that we came up with when you spent that much money and when we confronted each other about it? The easy solution was magbawas lang ako because it was an unnecessary expense. It's not like you know, something was going to happen to us if I did not spend on gaming, right? Yeah. I took account of what were my gaming expenses and where can I cut down but still be happy. Because obviously, excessive naman siya. Hanapin ko muna nasaan yung sobra. So the next month, I spent less, pero mataas pa rin. So we sat down and Bonizi called me out again. Binawasan ko ulit. So ako, I was just willing to listen, to listen to the feedback and adjust. This month, this whole year, since we got married, it's been at an all-time low, I would say. Yeah, I think we're efficient. Gaming expenses and entertainment expenses have been at an all-time low, yet we're extremely happy and still very much entertained with the things that we do from day mm-hmm. to day. And we realize that we don't have to spend on certain in-app purchases. Like We don't have to buy everything, but we make sure that we spend smartly. Things that we know that will be efficient for us in our games. But Bonizi, what happens when someone is hiding it? Because we've had stories where the gamer person in the relationship would hide their expenses Mm-mm. and they do na yung isa. So what happens there? That becomes a problem for the relationship because you're putting strain to the financial situation of the family. Because, siempre may budget kayo. And if you spend it in a game where you get short-term fulfillment, what if you need to use your rainy day fund. Like what if there's an emergency and you don't have that money because you spent it in your game and you weren't honest to your partner about it. Then it becomes a problem for the both of you because one, you were lying to your partner and two, you don't have those funds to save yourself or to save the problem that you're facing at that moment. As a solution, I mean, aside from being honest, I think two things that really work for Bonizi and me is one, do those budgets. Budgeting every month and really sitting down as a couple. Kait isalang naman yung gumagawa. Pero you need to analyze it as a couple and discuss. Kahit five minutes lang, kasi pare pareho lang naman usually. Eh. Kung wala namang problema, then okay na. 
Yeah. I think that budgeting helped us a lot and it helped us communicate, okay, how do we feel about these certain things? Because what's over budget for one person is not over budget for another and vice versa. Yeah. You just need to be completely honest about it and explain to your partner. So every time Mikael has an expense in his other games that I don't play, he really runs it by me. Like he's like, package one is worth, let's say, $10. And the reason why I'm buying this is because it's limited edition. I won't be able to get it again. I think it's an important buy. And when budgeting doesn't just work for couples, it also works for siblings. Mm -hmm. It works for roommates, especially when you're budgeting for shared essentials. I think it's really important and I'm an advocate of it. The second thing is being able to talk. And listen, uh, talk and listen. So, Kai. Once a month, you say, okay, let's just talk about our, let's say, financial situation. Or let's talk about the things we like doing and what we want to do. So if you have that discussion once a month, ang laking bagay nun. Yeah. Because you might discuss things that you otherwise might not discuss over the course of a regular day. Yeah. So ito yung space. So, okay, every 15th of the month, we're going to sit down and we're going to try to think of things that we can discuss regarding our entertainment and the things that we want to do. Let's say, for example, Mick and I want to travel. Nagbabawas kami naman sa games or sa other things that we spend on entertainment just so that we can have a travel fund. We'll sit down and say, Fofo, I want to try to save and go to Iceland. So I think ito yung kailangan natin bawasan. Ito, gusto mo to? You like spending on your games? Maybe we need to cut down. Are you okay with that? That's where the conversation will start. And that's helped us in our 10-year relationship, right? So solutions for... Gaming spending is one, budget with your partner, whether they're a gamer or not, so that you're aware. And two is constantly talk to each other, communicate to each other the pros and the cons of these things and what you're doing monthly. At the very start of my career of working, after I graduated, I decided to really put gaming on hold. Just basically focus on work things only. Two years into it, I bought my very first computer. And I was thinking I was going to buy it purely for editing, to make my very first vlogs. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Unfortunately, by mistake... I downloaded Dota 2. How is that a mistake, though? I know. <laughs> How is that? Like, I think you're trying to cover up for something. It was not a mistake. It was a conscious decision that you decided to download Dota 2. I think it's the trail of thought ko when I was downloading Dota 2. It had just come out, and I was a fan of Dota Classic back when I was in high school. So I said, I'm just curious. Gusto ko lang makita. Wow. Ano yung interface? Ano yung itsura? Will this run nicely on my new computer? Diba may mga trailer naman. Yeah, but you know, I was just telling myself that. So quote I was unquote, just, accidentally pressed. Linoloko ko lang yung sarili ko, <laughs> sa totoo lang. So I, I downloaded Dota 2, and from that point onwards, for the next six months, I remember putting in 800 hours of game time. I am shaking my head like crazy. And right this now. was the time that I had the teleserie going on. Yes, for, I remember. And for perspective, I had a younger brother, Emilio, who was also playing Dota 2. And he had been playing for a year and a half already. And he had logged less than 200 hours in a year and a half of playing. And in six months, I played four times more Dota than him. It was crazy. It came to the point na hindi na ako natutulog. I start at 6 p.m. I would skip dinner and then the next day, 5 a.m., nagbubusina na yung service ko to go to taping and gising pa ako at naglalaro pa ako. It was crazy. I would remember these times because I would be at your house like we were hanging out and then you would be like, oh, I'm just gonna play a game. I'd be like, okay. 
And then one game became another game and another game and another game. And I soon realized that, huh, wala na akong kausap. <laughs> huh, what am I going to do while Popo plays Dota? Oh, nga, no? I remember there were times you would come over during the afternoon, let's say mga 2 p.m., 3 p.m., and I'd say, yeah, I'm just going to play a couple of games lang. Chill out lang. So you would fall asleep and then you would wake up at dinner time na 7 p.m., yeah. 8 p.m. I'm still playing. Yeah. Or like it happened before I was waiting for you and then I fell asleep because I was just so tired. I had probably come from work. And then I woke up because I was busy na yung service. Mo. I was like, huh, oras na? It was 5 a.m. So I had to like go home because of course you to work. So how did I get out of that? I think it was just a conscious decision for on, no, my, on my part. I remember. It wasn't oh, just a conscious decision. I was spiraling downwards with my gaming. I mean, you can say it was the beginnings of an addiction to a certain extent yeah. because I was giving up work. I was giving up health. What helped me stop that? What helped you stop playing excessively was you got called out at work. They said that they noticed that you would come to set na hindi mo memorize yung script mo. Oh, really? Yeah. And that you weren't oh focused on work and that it was really affecting your scenes. Wow. So you weren't being a team player at work and the production noticed that. And when they called you out, you had like a big slap in the face and you were like, I can't continue playing this way. You deleted Dota right then and there and just didn't touch it ever again. To whoever called me out, thank you so much. You saved my life. I don't remember what show that was, though, that you were working on. That was on. either Amaya or My Beloved. Most probably, maybe Amaya. It was one of my first few projects. I don't think it was Amaya. It was probably the one after. My Beloved. Yeah. Darn. Oh, my gosh. I don't remember that at all. Mm-hmm. But I believe it. I believe it. It, it makes sense because there had to be something that would trigger me to just cut it off and quit cold turkey. Before like you got called out and everything, you actually tried to get me into Dota. <laughs> you were like, bring, bring <laughs> your... Yeah, he actually convinced me to bring my desktop over to his house, <laughs> which I did. <laughs> why did I do that? I brought my whole... Wait, I, I, why do I not remember this? I think my, my brain deleted these dark moments yeah, of my past. So, Siguro, it was like a break from school or something. But so I brought my desktop over because I used my desktop to actually edit my school stuff. He was like, bring it over. So I brought over my desktop. I loved you so much, didn't I? And <laughs> I... Put it beside your computer and you were like, sit there, we're going to download Dota and I'm going to teach you how to play this game. So I tried playing it. I was like, I hate this game. I don't know how to play it. Why are you trying to teach me this? Like, how are you so addicted to this game? And it was just so frustrating at that time because I think the frustration na you were very focused on this game and we didn't have a lot of time together. Oh, really? Yeah. You think so? Like in some ways, yeah. Because I didn't open myself up to enjoying the game. It's crazy now that you tell that story and I think about it, how things have completely reversed. Now, when it comes to games, I'm very hard and fast. Like, okay, yeah. no, we're stopping now. We're going to focus on work. Mm-hmm. But apparently, that grew from your story. Yeah. Another aspect, you said you hated Dota because you couldn't get into it. But now... Bonizi is the MOBA player in this relationship. Yeah. She's the one who likes playing LOL more, League of Legends more, yeah. Mobile Legends more, Wild Drift coming up soon. She plans on playing that. Wow, that's a nice story. That in itself is actually a nice example of how games can get in the way, not just of your individual growth, but your relationship as well. Yeah. Okay, so let's say you play excessively. 
how do we fix that problem? And I'm like, you have no time for me. You don't hang out with me. All you do is play your games. As usual, it starts with talking and opening up to you. Mm-hmm. And letting you know how I feel that I am feeling neglected. Hey, can't we do something together that we both enjoy? If you're open to that, I think there's a high chance that you will find something you enjoy. Yeah. Here's the bigger problem. Let me add another problem to your situation. What if naging addiction na for that other partner yung gaming, and then walana siyang ibang gustong gawin? When it becomes a gaming addiction. I think you have to question the basis of that relationship. I mean, is that even still a relationship? Just like if it were maybe a drug addiction, you would really contemplate and say, hey, are we still good together? And I think some people are afraid to talk about that because it's a difficult conversation. But I think it's something to be considered. For me, if you had an addiction to gaming, I mean, it's not like I'm going to shut you out of my life. It's not True. like I'm going to say that tapos na your relationship not, then you're addicted. I can't do anything about it. True. Of course, something can be done about it. And the reason why I'm your partner is because I'm here to support you no matter what. So if you have a problem, then we need to address that. And as your wife and your partner, I will help you get through that. And we will find a solution for that. That's my way of thinking na kung naging addiction yung gaming. How do you feel about game time affecting relationship time? I think we're a minority in that aspect. You have your own games, I have my own games, and we have games that we play together. The way that we manage that is we play our games in the morning when we have breakfast. After like an hour of playing, we go into work mode. And then we usually only touch the games during mealtime. It's not a factor for us if, you know, we sit down and actually talk during meals because we do that throughout the day anyways. And then we play again at night. Yes, that makes sense for us because we have that kind of dynamic. dynamic. However, how does it happen when one person is a gamer in the relationship and the other is a non-gamer? Because for gamers in a relationship pag na-addict si Bones at natuwa siya and she's playing her game for like 4 or 5 hours straight I'm like sige lang Bones kaya mo pa yan rank up ka ba? support support like, siya I mean even though she hasn't minded me for 4 to 5 hours and you can see the stress and strain in her eyes and I would pass by the sofa and I would just check in on her I was like oh Bones okay ka lang and she's like Okay pa ako. Okay pa ako. And then I look at her and she's ranking up and I'm like, kaya mo yan. Go lang. Like sometimes, <laughs> sometimes they'll even make me coffee and bring me food just to support me. <laughs> so natutuwa pa ako kasi naiintindihan ko yung headspace niya at the moment. Baka may winning streak siya, may momentum siya and she's feeling really good about herself even though she's a bit tired. Okay lang. So I support. Tama, I'll cook you food, I'll make you coffee or bones, konting break lang para may energy ka ulit for the next four hours of gaming. <laughs> <laughs> because I think gaming is, in some ways, our love language. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, true. it's an indirect love language. But for some people, quality time is very important to them. And for those people that don't see gaming as a quality time aspect because they're probably not into it, then it becomes a problem. Like in Ragnarok, there are certain days and times where we need to play for like our guild wars. Every Sunday and every Thursday from 10 to 11... We allot that time for our games. I know some people na their wives or their husbands aren't into games. So yung partners nila, they're like, okay, I respect that. But on any other day, like maybe a Saturday night, 
it's our couple time and I hope you can respect that. So may mga ganun sila. And I really think it should be something that you decide together. Hindi pwedeng yung non-gamer lang ang mag-decide or yung gamer lang ang mag-decide ng kung paano yung parang quote-unquote schedule nyo. It has to be a couple decision and you should be both happy with whatever schedule that you plan for the both of you. Paano kung isang tao sa relationship, gamer, tapos yung isa, hindi. And then, yung hindi, she or he is feeling left out and neglected. I think neglected is a word that most people might feel or use. One thing that you tried to do with me was to introduce me to the game that you play. I didn't know anything about it. It wasn't the type of game that I had played at that time. But you wanted to show me the world that you love. And I think that's important. I was willing, even though I had frustration, the fact that I brought my computer to your house and that we actually played the game meant that I wanted to learn about it also. So one, you both have to be open to learning things about each each other whether or not it's games if i know kung ako mahilig ako sa cross stitch and then you're like bakit puro ka cross stitch <laughs> alam mo yun but this is something that i love doing your love for games could be equal to like somebody loving arts and crafts or like drawing and you might not understand it at first but the first step is to actually try to understand why your partner loves this so much. So why not try it out? I'll be a devil's advocate, okay? Because that's only the beginning of a relationship, right? Okay, yeah. So let's it's only say, step one. So let's take that a few steps further. Let's say your non-gamer partner tries out the game and hindi lang talaga siya na hook. She tried it, she gave it a genuine shot, and she ends up not liking it and maybe not really understanding it and not being very good at it. He or she, ha? He or she. So that partner could end up frustrated, but the gamer partner will also end up frustrated. Parang bakit hindi mo gets yung nagugustuhan ko? Or bakit ko? hindi mo gusto yung gusto ko? So, ano yung pro- ah, paano yun? I think that you don't have to necessarily like what your partner does because then nawawala yung individuality mo as a person. True. Because we all like different things. You like different games. I like different games. You like different shows. I like different shows, etc., etc. Once you start pretending to like something thing, then that's a different problem now. What you have to do is first understand that you both love different things, okay? And then you set limits. Because I think there's always a limit to things. Like playing excessively becomes hurtful to oneself. Then you call out your partner. You can say na, hey, I noticed na hindi ka na kumakain dahil puro kalaro. Let's set a limit for this. Once it's dinner time, let's take time to like really recuperate because I want you to be able to enjoy the games you play, but you're not going to enjoy it if you're hungry and like not feeding yourself. Okay, more relationship based though. I don't think that partners should impose their likes yeah. And their loves yeah. to their partner. So like you said, if I like gaming and you don't, I shouldn't expect you to eventually like gaming Mm-mm. as well. And I think that's a frustration that some people have to Yeah. It's important to be able to temper that. And the only way to temper that is actually really just communicating. Being ready to be let down in a certain way, but also know, coming back to what you said, that we are our own individuals. Being a couple doesn't mean that you like the same thing. Yeah. I think being a couple means that whoever she is as an individual, you love that. Okay. And you don't love her because she's supposed to be exactly like you. And it's okay if you do your own thing, you play games, the other one does cross-stitching. That's fine. But you need to be able to find time to do things together. 
Mm-hmm. And really say, okay, break muna ako dito sa ginagawa ko, yung gusto ko, yung hilig ko, yung games ko. And let's do something together. So you need to be able to balance that talaga. And cut out parts of your day for, you know, together time. Try out new things. And I have a very good example to support that. Okay. Do you know what I'm thinking of? No. Coffee? Coffee. <laughs> exactly. At 2010, when we both met each other, neither of us drank coffee at all. Oh, sugary drinks. Let's go. (laughs) I had never been to a third wave, a specialty coffee shop in my life at that point. I had never tried an espresso. And look at us now. I mean, I would say that if you were to rank the things that we like, gaming is just second. Coffee is easily number one. one. I guess I wanted to give and share that story because it gives hope. It's nice to hear stories that you can aspire to. Mm-hmm. Or stories that you feel can shape your own experiences. It's nice hearing them. So for those who have their own concerns with their gaming wife or non-gaming wife, try out different things. And sometimes without even knowing it, out of the blue, something completely unexpected can be something that both of you will enjoy. But here's the thing. You need to be open about it. Talaga. Yeah. I think when we first got into coffee, it was really a new thing for us. And measure my hesitation at first because we're like, ah, we don't really like this. But we tried it out. And we tried it out multiple times to see if we would actually enjoy that way of drinking coffee. Another story that would support this, trying new things, is soba. Oh, yeah. I was super duper excited to have Soba or a dog in our lives. And Bonizi was crazy hesitant. <laughs> she actually didn't want to. Yeah, I didn't want to get Soba at first. And I kind of just forced my hand here because I knew she was going to like it. I knew she was going to love Soba and, you know, she loves Soba so much now. <laughs> I decided to bring Soba into our lives. The rest is history. You shared something with me about Soba the other night. Oh, what did I say? The instinct. Oh, okay. Maybe this is for another podcast. So maybe foreshadowing lang. My biggest observation with Bonizi and Soba's relationship is that it cultivated her motherly instinct, which she never really had to do. Because she's always been a very independent person, working on her own, doing her own thing, chasing her own dreams and goals. But with Soba, for the very first time in 10 years of our relationship, I saw... A motherly instinct where she's taking care of her. She wakes up in the morning for her. And Bonizi, when I told her that, it was like a light bulb moment. She suddenly realized, oh my God, Fofa, you're right. (laughs) But anyway, that is a story for another day. (laughs) As we tend towards the end of this podcast, I think we can end with maybe a loaded question. Mm. What do you have? What will make you stop playing games? Because it's such an important thing in our life. But what if it had to come to a stop? What would be the one thing that would make you stop? Because of how we've grown, cultivate the things that we like on our own and cultivate things that we like together, aka coffee. I don't mind cutting out games completely. And I can stop cold turkey. Really? Because of the journey that we've had. Because I've had to stop cold turkey during that first year, yung kwento na sinabi mo. That was a great example that you gave. So if our lives... And our lifestyle necessitated that we would have to stop gaming. Let's say in this pandemic, super tight name budgets not, and we had to stop this for the sake of our relationship and our lives. I would do it. Let's say we had to focus and take care of a loved one who got sick. I would do it. Easy. Yeah. I absolutely love gaming. It gives me a lot of joy. But through our experiences, I also learned 
that it's not the only thing that gives me joy and happiness. Yeah, There's exactly. so many other things that I can do that outside of gaming that will make me happy. I can rely on that. Why do I feel like I'm going to cry every single episode that we shoot? Because yeah. hearing... <laughs> What? What's <laughs> wrong with you? No, What it, did I say? No, just like the thought of us not playing games breaks my heart. Really? Okay, so okay, now your turn to answer that question because I said I can stop cold turkey. So Bonesi's crying. She hasn't even answered the question. No, I'm not like crying. It just like hurts me to even think of us getting to that point. Of course, your points were valid. And if things were on the line, let's say like our welfare or people that we loved were like in a hospital or whatnot, then yes, valid yung magquit tayo sa game so that we can take care of other people. Honestly, I was thinking like when we have kids, I'm still not gonna stop playing games. But if it comes to a point that I need to focus more on the family and that means me having to stop games, then I will stop because I know what my priorities are. And if I need to put some things that I love, you know, at the back first, to prioritize family, then I will do that because I know I can always go back to it eventually. So those are our answers. And Bonizi, you gave us a great idea for something to discuss in another podcast. And that is, how are we going to relate to our future kids in terms of games? Are oh. we going to allow them to play? I've never thought about this. So are we going to allow our kids to play games? Are we going to allow them to watch us play our games? I think also another question is, Are we going to allow our kids to go in showbiz? Because we're diba? both in showbiz. Are they going to be esports gamers? Papayagan ba natin yun? I don't I know. Mean, Let's see. Wow, so many questions. I hope you guys enjoyed the stories that we shared. And I hope you are intrigued by the questions we just posed. Because I'm intrigued. But otherwise, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much. I'm Fofo. And I'm Bones. And don't forget to tag us in your comments. Hashtag Behind Relationship Goals. See you guys. Bye.